Welcome to Season 3 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Joining me today is Dawn from So Confident Chorley. We're going to be chatting all about the sewing and craft classes that Dawn puts on, how the business is also the only sewing tuition franchise in the UK and much more. But first, welcome to the podcast, Dawn. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, Lucy. Thanks for having me. No problem. So take me back to kind of where your love of sewing came from. It probably started from quite a young age. I was always quite creative, um, always enjoyed sort of craft kits, making cards. Um, obviously, probably from school, um, anything sort of hands-on I'd really enjoy. Um, my granny, um, we ended up with her old Singer sewing machine, a really old, heavy um, machine that she used to use. So um, I kind of learned on that, probably there'll be around 12, 13, um, just kind of had a play on it. And I'm, I'm really good at sort of taking things apart and just trying to make them again or copy them. Um, so I am quite self-taught. So it started around then. And then I did do um, home economics. Um, I did grow up in Scotland until, lived there until I was 15. So it was quite high in the curriculum. So we, we did quite a bit of home economics and I love the sewing side. So that probably is where it all kind of started. And so how old were you when you got your first sewing machine then? Uh, when I got my first sewing machine, probably, oh, good question. I had a second hand machine, um, probably when I was about 18 or 19. Yeah. I remember there was one that I got when I must have been about 11 or 12 and it was like a kid's one, like quite easy to kind of thread the spool and things because I was starting textiles at high school and um, yeah. it was all good. Like once when the machine was working, I loved it and I loved kind of the different patterns of stitching, the colours of the threads I could use. But when it when the spool unthreaded, and I, I would get so frustrated with it. I don't think I had the patience for that. And there was one point where I was like, I took the sewing machine and just put it in my bin and was like, I've had enough. And then like I calmed down and then took it back out of the bin. But it's a real patience that you, you need, isn't it, for, for sewing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a lot of my customers, um, they're like, I need you by my side. Until you you get the hang of it, then yeah, it's um, sometimes takes a little bit of time getting used to it. Once we just say practice, 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 and then you'll eventually sink in and, and you'll get it. And there's, there's not much you can do wrong with a sewing machine. They're quite um, robust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And so why, why do you love, um, why do you love it so much? I think it's just really rewarding it's therapeutic um I never used to make my own clothes and now I just I, I look at things and sometimes they're just not made very well in, in some shops um or you end up I know my teenager she's forever buying obviously fast fashion and it's just like so just not well made I'm forever having to sew up the seams or repair things so so yeah it's just rewarding and it's so nice when somebody says oh I like what you're wearing and you can say oh I've made it yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's yeah. very satisfying yeah that is a real talent so you opened your sewing studio in Chorley was it in 2019 um, 2019. 
yeah talk to me about kind of setting that business up because you had a complete like career change didn't you I did yes um I'd, I never knew what I wanted to do to be honest from leaving school um I did a degree in business studies and accountancy and kind of just thought well I might decide after I've done my degree what I want to do um I just never knew so I ended up office job after office job um worked my way up I was office manager for an engineering company I had a good job uh, but just felt it wasn't me and I just thought I can't be doing this for the rest of my life I think it was my eldest when she was choosing her GCSEs that it made me look and kind of she was asking a lot of questions and I was telling her to do things that she enjoyed and things that made her happy and um, she turned around and she said you you live for your weekends mum you don't enjoy your job and I was like it's true so that was when I kind of thought I need to and if I don't do something now in my 40s I'm never going to do it so um so yeah I just I had no clue a lot of people kept saying to me you should be a teacher and I was like I don't really want to work in a school um a lot of people were like you're really patient um do something on your own but I just I didn't know where to go so I did loads of research online and happened to I, I knew I loved sewing and just thought do you know what I'll, I'll look at maybe doing some night classes and, and further my skills um and couldn't find anything within sort of the Bolton Lancashire area I ended up going the other side of Manchester to some classes but I thought if other people are looking for sewing classes then surely there is um, some potential out there to have my own studio but I didn't know where to start I've always been an employee never been self-employed and as I say just found so confident online um, happened to see that they were looking for franchisees um, I filled in the application I had a few chats had a few visits and kind of I just loved everything about it and just thought you know what that's a great way of entering into having my own business um and, and see how it goes and yeah no regrets I absolutely love it yeah so so confident is kind of this franchise and then there's different um studios and classes kind of put on throughout the country um so yours is based in Chorley um so tell me a little bit about what you what classes you hold what you teach things like that so I've got a studio in Chorley Town Centre. Um, it's a lovely um, welcoming space, um, nice and bright. And um, all the franchises have the same branding. So if you went to the one in Glasgow, you would get the same sort of vibe when you come to Chorley. Um, we all run various classes. So um, predominantly beginners classes. And then those beginners kind of progress and do other classes. So people that have never used a sewing machine come to a lot of our classes. Some people that might have done sewing at school and then they've kind of got to the stage that they, they want some time to themselves and want to get back into sewing. Um, we do knitting, we do crocheting, we do lampshade making, kind of try and cover as many creative subjects as we can um, at the studio. Yeah, and and obviously kind of... you've they're all creative ways of kind of making things aren't they and and do you think potentially that since the pandemic a lot more people are, are into these things since you know when we were kind of stuck in in the houses we we didn't really have much else to do other than watch tv and develop new hobbies yeah we um we did we were quite busy during what well, obviously it, opening in 2019 I was only open like nine months before we had to close the studio doors which was a really scary time I thought oh what have I done why why didn't I stick with um 
a sort of more secure job. But um, luckily, we'd had nine months worth of customers and we do sell sewing machines. So sewing machine sales went through the roof. At one point, you really struggled to get hold of a sewing machine. Um, we sold a lot of craft kits, so hand embroidery kits. We were posting them all over the UK. A couple, in fact, I sent some overseas as well to family because we were offering to write a little message and then post it out to them just to give people something to do, really, if you were stuck at home and maybe didn't have a hobby. Um we were lucky in a way, the franchise um, were quite a close group. There's only three, um, Glasgow, Dundee and myself and Charlie. Um, we had regular online calls and we moved quite a few classes and did an online course, mm-hmm. which was a huge success. Um, and we kind of did quite a few sort of free socials and things like that, where you just joined on via Zoom and you could sew along and chat. So, That's yeah, nice. we... We're a lot about kind of community. Once you've done a class, that's not it. You can join our Facebook groups and we kind of encourage people to share what they've been making. Um, And just a lot of people make friends after the classes. I've got people that have done a beginner's class and then they'll meet up for coffee or they'll they'll kind of have a little WhatsApp group. And yeah, it's it's lovely. It's 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 probably more than just the sewing. It's quite a lot of the social aspect as well um, that sewing can bring. People open up, I think, when they're sewing because they're relaxed and they've got nothing else to kind of think about. Yeah. And it's also kind of, like you said, if, you, if you're competent or kind of just getting back into it, so like take knitting, when when my granny was alive, she'd be able to start me off and then I could do, do the knitting. Um and then I just need her if it went wrong to unpick or if I'd done too many or lost one or whatever. Um, yeah. It's that kind of, like, I guess on Zoom, that'd be really helpful in the pandemic. And also just like your classes where you can just be knitting, but then if you go wrong, it's kind of reassuring, isn't it, to have kind of an expert to to help sort it out. So you're then, because the frustrating bit, isn't it, is when you go wrong and you can't fix it yourself. And it's like yeah. you want to learn how to do that, but... But equally, like, sometimes it's easier and less stressful for someone to just help with that. Yeah, definitely. Even from some of um, myself and our tutors, sometimes we all make mistakes, but it's knowing, like you say, how to correct it. And sometimes you could read a pattern two or three times and it just doesn't sink in. And then someone else will look at it and go, oh, it's such and such. And it's like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, having that support's really, really helpful. Because sometimes sewing can be quite lonely if you're sat at sat at home in your little room. You, you are alone, so it's nice to kind of come together um, mm-hmm. and sew. And what would you say is your favourite kind of creative thing to do? Like, is it the sewing on the sewing machine with making the clothes? Is it the knitting, the crochet? And what's kind of your favourite medium, I guess, to to do that in? Currently, I think I go through phases. Um, winter time, I do like picking up knitting, <laughs> and then um, sort of summertime, I kind of like my hand embroidery because it's quite portable. I could sit in the sunshine with it. Um, you can sort of travel around with a little hand embroidery kit. Um, but at the moment, I'm just really enjoying making clothes. I just, um, yeah, we we do sell fabric as well in our studio, and we've got some lovely new fabrics in, and it's just I'm just like oh what am I going to make next so yeah um, what's maybe your favorite thing you've made or kind of maybe what's the most challenging thing to have made because people might not have a clue what's hard what's easy there's there's such a wide 
choice out there for obviously different levels of sore. So I've obviously started from beginners sewing patterns. I wouldn't say I'm an advanced sewer yet. I leave the advanced dressmaking to my dressmaking tutor, um, but I feel I'm getting there and I'm, I'm just really enjoying trying new things. And if it doesn't turn out, you unpick it and it ends up just looking slightly different. Um, so yeah, there's, there's that part that I enjoy and I like sort of mixing patterns. So I'll maybe use the body of one pattern and the sleeves of another so there's there's all that that's that's quite enjoyable and again just sharing that then with my customers kind of inspires them a lot of my beginners will do our 15 hour course and then jump straight into making clothes and yeah they're, they're just wow. and I've got to ask, is is the the top you've got on today a uh, handmade by <laughs> thank you how long so how long would that what would that have taken you so it's kind of white white with um frills on the shoulders yeah yeah so this is actually a bit of a mix and match so I'm quite into I don't like throwing clothes away so I had a blouse so the sleeves are actually part of a blouse that didn't fit me very well on the body it was quite oversized and the body is jersey fabric so it's jersey fabric with cotton sleeves I just unpicked the sleeves from the old blouse um made the, the top and then just sew the new sleeves on so it's a bit of a combination of using up maybe if you've not got loads of fabric you could kind of combine other items <laughs> yeah um so do you think that everyone kind of has this potential and the skill to sew in in one form one form or another or is, do you think it's kind of like some people are just not sewers I think everyone should give it a go. I, I've not touched wood. I've had so many beginners through our studio doors and so many people come in and say, I can't even sew on a button on. You're going to have like your work cut out for you in this class. And they end up, they leave, they've still made a tote bag, they've still made the bunting, they've made a cushion. Um, They just do so well. And I think they surprise themselves sometimes. And a lot of people kind of think they're not good enough or... They're not going to be able to do it or they might be the worst in the class but we're we're, we're not about perfection um i don't expect straight lines of people i just tell them it's it's something you're going to learn you're going to get better at we just want people to leave with a product that they've made and that encourages them to make more so um so yeah anybody definitely anybody can solve we've had a lot of men and women and children coming in the doors so um so yeah it's definitely open to everyone <laughs> I'm currently on with a project of a, a cross stitch, but it's this mammoth cross stitch of um a picture that I um that someone took of me when I was swimming with dolphins about six years ago, and then yeah. turned into a cross stitch print, and then you had all yeah. the um the threads and everything, but it, yeah. it must be about um like the size of a laptop screen. It's huge and it's all cross stitch, no back stitch, thankfully, but right. It's it must have taken me on and off. It's probably taken me three years, and I'm only about halfway through. Hundreds of hours, I bet. Um, yeah. But it's it's addictive once you start with a project. You like to carry on, don't you? And and do that for someone who's maybe never picked up a needle and thread, or been on a sewing machine, or knitting needles. What would you say is kind of the easiest thing for them to get going with if they want to get into sewing? Easiest thing probably is a bit. Of- hand embroidery so we do um a two and a half hour class where we teach people how to do just six 
basic um, hand embroidery stitches. Um, so we practice quite a bit, let them get sort of used to obviously threading the needle. Um, again, we use needle threaders in the studio. A lot of people have, I think years ago you'd get them in crackers. I don't know if they still put them in your Christmas crackers, but um, a lot of people come, come along, they're like, what is that? But I think as you get a little bit older, um, your eyesight starts to deteriorate a bit. So I know I'm lost without a needle threader. So yeah, we kind of, we give you a basic kit and then you pick a nice um, design to then work on towards the end of the class. And then that's yours to take away because hand embroidery is something you, you can do, obviously, quick designs. But the designs we have in the studio, they're, they're meant to obviously take a while. Some people get addicted and they'll pick it up every night after they've left the class and it will be finished a week later. Other people it might take months to kind of finish it or like you said, <laughs> could take years. Yeah. Um, how much time you've got. Yeah, I'll be glad. And I also have phases of it, kind of. Sometimes I'm like, I just the last thing I want to do to relax is pick up that cross stitch. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll try and get the um, like the, the arm done or something. But it's very realistic. It's kind of, I didn't know how realistic I would look in cross stitch form, but it is, it is weird. But I'll be glad when it's done and I'll be sure to be framing it on my wall for all the effort it's taken. I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And... I guess kind of finding people's passions that they can embroider or stitch or is important in your classes as well, that there is some kind of freedom for them to choose the thread colour and stuff like that. Yeah, we don't have like cross stitch, you kind of, well, um, when you buy cross stitch kits, it's kind of this colour goes here and that colour. Um, ours are quite free style you can kind of choose what color goes where so if somebody does a bumblebee print none of them are going to be the same because everybody chooses different um colors everybody can choose if you don't like a particularly stick particular stitch then you just don't use it and you use the stitches you do enjoy so so yeah each one's individual and and unique really yeah and so run me down kind of the way your classes work or kind of the different ones you've got on at the moment that people are they kind of like a weekly thing you commit to or just like are there some that are just blocks or tell me how that works yeah it varies really so uh, we've got core classes that we run throughout the year and we'll have seasonal classes as well so our core classes are definitely our beginners sewing classes and they're sort of a, a course of 15 15 hours um, they can be done um, over evenings. So if you do an evening course, it will run for five consecutive evenings. So it would start this Wednesday and run for the next five Wednesdays. If you did the same course over a weekend, you would do a full day on a Saturday, come back the following Saturday. So it's sort of 10 to 5 class. And then the third option for a beginner sewing class is a daytime. So again, we vary. We'll sometimes do it starting on a Monday, say in June, and it'll run for three consecutive Mondays. We'll, so we'll try and mix the days of the week around to suit people that maybe work shifts or, again, school mums. Sometimes it'll suit them to come and do the daytime one, which is 10 to 2. Um, so clothes making again we try and give the options of evening weekends and daytimes and then we've got classes that are just maybe two and a half to three hours that you just come do that one class and then up to you what you come back to do um later so yeah we do have quite a lot of options seasonal classes we'll sometimes just see what's on trend um i know last year we did shirt dresses so these summer dresses with all the the 
shirt elastic on they're still in fashion this year and I've had customers say are you going to be putting that on again this year so um so yeah we try and just keep an eye on the trends and again we ask for customers suggests and things um I've got some ladies that want to do a patchwork cushion after they've done a um a quilting class so again mm. we'll, we can do bespoke classes as well as the standard ones there's just so much like quilting's another thing there are just so many different things that you can do and I think it's really taking a surge back it used to be kind of like you just expect your grannies and grandparents to do that but it's like much more of a modern thing and younger people are doing it as well um and then I guess like with the real pick and mix that you've got there would you ever kind of the, the clothes that you do, is that kind of to help, you know, like the sustainability you're mentioning, like fast fashion and stuff? I think people, do you think people are kind of knitting and doing that more? Because I, I know three or four people I know that have started to learn how to make their own clothes so that they don't have to either pay ridiculous amounts of money or the quality's not good or it's come from like, you know, a sweatshop or something. Yeah, definitely. No, a lot of people are kind of a bit more aware. I don't know if that's been due to lockdown. Maybe you've just got out of the habit of going um, to the big shopping centres and things. Um, but I know we get a lot of people who want to maybe buy things in a charity shop and want to learn how to make it fit them. They maybe really like a print or really like a, a dress, but it doesn't fit them properly. So we, again, do alterations workshops where you can learn how to bring in the waistband hem clothes so yeah I think it's definitely something that seems to be more popular these days and a lot of young people are we've had a lot more um obviously predominantly our customers are kind of 35 plus but we've been getting a lot more younger um people through the doors um or making inquiries because I think they just they want something a bit more individual or or unique or maybe things are just so expensive that they just want to try and have a go at making it themselves and also alterations I guess is that something that you you teach because most things nowadays a size 8 or a size 10 it's not the same size in every shop and the height and everyone is so different in shape it's I always wonder how literally we have about 10 different sizes of shoe size and then we've got you know we've not got many clothes size like I don't I don't get how we all fit into those categories so there are alterations something else that's kind of yeah alterations is is a popular one a lot of people want to again when you've got kids and they're forever I don't know school trousers my son used to be forever his school hem would come down on his trousers and just being able to do that instead of either trying to get a grandparent to do it for you or find someone I think People that actually do alterations these days are really in high demand um, and are sometimes quite expensive. So I think being able to just quickly fix it yourself is is really good. I've got a customer actually. She's um she's a nurse and she she burst her trousers one morning and she's like, there's no way she didn't have another pair to be honest. So she said, I got my sewing machine out and I just whizzed down whizzed down the seat. I was like, that's amazing that you can do that. She said she said. A couple of years ago she would never have been able to do it and she would have had to make excuses or like had to try and find some trousers last minute yeah so in your classes then how many kind of teachers are there and what's the capacity of people per per class we keep our class numbers quite small um we used to have eight in the class before um lockdown and then with covid we kind of split the desks up a bit more um we now have 
six, sometimes eight on some classes. It depends um, what class that we're doing. But we do try and keep the numbers down just so that we've got each, myself and my tutors, we've all got time to kind of um, get round everyone and give everyone the same amount of um, time and support. So, so yeah, round about sort of six to eight maximum. Um, we do do some events. We've done charity events where we've maybe fit uh, fitted more people in the studio. Um, we could probably fit 15 to 18 max in um, in the studio. We've got two two lovely rooms that are quite spacious with desks and chairs. And I guess if you come in for like a sewing machine class, does everyone have like one sewing machine like per person or how does that work in terms of? Yeah, most of the time um, people will have, um, we've got obviously eight sewing machines. Um, we have a few more than that. We have some demo machines as well because we sell machines. So some people like to come and try a machine out before they buy it. Um, but yeah, most people have a machine. There'll be certain classes where they'll maybe share an overlocker, but most of the time they'll all have their space. Mm -hmm. Some people even choose to bring their own sewing machine because that's what they're familiar with. So using another person's machine is sometimes a bit more um, hard work for them. But um, yeah, we always have machines out on the desk. We have obviously equipment there that they can use. We have big tables for people to um, to cut out their fabric and things. So So yeah. We're, we're quite well equipped. Yeah, an overlocker. I forgot about that. What does that do again? <laughs> I think it scares a lot of people. It's got um, four threads. It's used quite often more for sort of stretchy fabrics, but it's a beast of a machine. It's just re really quick. It finishes off. It cuts your fabric, sews your fabric, and just gives you such a professional finish if you are making a lot of clothes. Amazing. Well, I could talk about this all day and everything. Um, if people are wanting to find out about the times of your classes, where can they find out more information or book on to a class? They can either go onto social media, um, at So Confident Chorley on Facebook and Instagram, or they can go straight onto the website www.soconfident.co.uk and then you just select which studio. So if you're interested in obviously the Chorley studio, just select Chorley and you would get a list of all our classes, a bit of information and then the dates that we've got classes on. I absolutely love the name, So Confident. It's just such a good play on words as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a great name. Well, Dawn, thank you so much for coming on today, chatting about all that. And I think so many listeners are, that of mine are sort of so creative in that way. And I'm sure a few will, will come for a, a class on just to just to get back started sometimes, isn't it? You get out of the routine of doing some kind of, oh, how do I crochet again? How do I knit? And just getting that kickstart again to then carry on. So, yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire Lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire Lass.